history in ACC play. Hunter Tyson was fabulous. He had 19 points in the first half, backed that up with 10 more in the second half, 29 points, 10 of 16 shooting. He was 6 of 12 from beyond the arc, a perfect 3 of 3 at the free throw line. He had 10 rebounds, 1 assist, zero turnovers for Hunter Tyson last night. Also big was P.J. Hall, 16 points on 8 of 11 shooting. Brevin Galloway with 15 points as he finished with three three-pointers in the contest. Ian Shefflin had 10 points to go along with eight rebounds. Chase Hunter, almost he had a double-double, 13 points, 11 assists, and three rebounds for Chase. Great night indeed for Clemson. Clemson last night, had 28 assists on 34 made baskets for uh, as a high under head coach Brad Brunell. Next up for Clemson, of course, will be a trip this coming Saturday. They'll travel up to Raleigh to take on the Wolfpack of NC State. That'll be a 12 noon game. As always, go Tigers. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Walt Tip Tulip Road Rage, we are back. No time for any of that. Let me get right to our special guest, uh, Clemson head basketball coach, Brad Brownell. Coach, congratulations. Uh, brilliant performance. Yeah, guys played really, really well. And uh, it's always a lot better when you uh, start the game making a bunch of shots. That that helps <laughs> helps a good bit. So, yeah, guys did a nice job. It was a, it was a fun night last night. You know, I I, uh, I know Hunter Tyson was a big story of the game, but uh, and we'll get to him. But uh, on Twitter, I was writing about Ian Shufflin all night. I thought he set the tone for the whole game in the first minute of the contest when you got four shots at the basket and, and yeah. eventually knocked down one of those threes. But I thought he just did an, an insanely good job in the sweet spot against that zone distributing the basketball. I know he's your guy. Yeah, he, he was really good. He showed everybody last night why. Yeah, he's he was really good, and you know he he uh, he's a really good passer. Uh, he just he has good vision, he has good poise. You know, he's just one of those kids that keeps getting a little bit better. We got to keep his confidence up. I think he gets down on himself a little bit at times, but man, he was good last night. You know, he had rebounds, he had assists, he had you know ten points or whatnot. I mean, he just did a little bit of everything. The great pass in the short corner to the drift to Hunter, and obviously the passes from the the sweet spot down to PJ for a couple dunks. He, he just, he did a nice job for us. So I was really happy for him. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, I, I just thought he played uh, just a terrific basketball game. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny because I've seen this zone attacked a million ways through all of history, through all the big East days. And, and, uh, and, and it, it, it was so fascinating because they, they weren't even really necessarily garden chef at times in the middle in that spot, 
You know, they were almost letting him have the shot, and and he he wasn't interested in the shot. You know, we've talked about this before. You know that that old sort of triple threat, six seven, six eight guy. You want to be able to make that shot, pass the ball, put it on the ground. He was primarily functioning like metal lark lemon or something. You know, know, that's what I kept thinking. Well, you know what helps. I tell you what helped last night was when you make shots early. Then you can spread them out yeah, a little bit because yeah. they got to they got to come out, and now you have more opportunity to get it into the sweet spot and do different things. You know, when you're not making shots, it's hard to get them out, and then it's harder to get the ball in there. And and then when you do, the decision making has to be really fast because everybody's so compact. Um, so you know, again, getting making the early threes, spreading the zone out, and then obviously in the second half when they start pressing us. Even when they went back to their zone after pressing, they're still just a little, a little wider than they normally are. So there's more space in there, and I thought our guys did a nice job of getting the ball where it needed to go. Yeah, I don't want to put any pressure on you in advance, but I've already picked you to win the ACC tourney. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, look, I believe, I believe. Why not? I don't well, see why you won at Pittsburgh. Yeah. You, you, you know, you certainly could have beaten Miami. I, I think you got a great shot to beat Virginia. I don't, why not? You know, Clemson's never won this ACC tourney. And and I guess I'm curious about your perspective on this right now. It seems to me that your big three right now is in as good a shape physically, mentally, as they could possibly be for this stretch run. Yeah, I think we're pretty good. You know, obviously the last two weeks have been hard. Yeah. Um, and not from the standpoint of, you know, it's just a little disappointment. Um, yeah. You know, it, things were going so well for us early, and we were winning all the close games and in the league. And you know, to be honest, we came from behind in a couple of them. The the, the, the Pittsburgh game for sure, we kind of stole, and the Florida State game on the road. Those were two games that I don't know. You know, we kind of stole them. They had to make some plays down the stretch to help us, and they did. And we obviously made some big time plays to win it. So that I mean, that's part of basketball. And so things were just going so well. Then we had to battle a couple of injuries, and, and you know, that was hard. And, and, you know, we lost a couple. And then just getting everybody back, we just maybe it didn't click quite as well. But then I don't think we played that poorly against Miami. I thought we played pretty yeah. well and just they're playing great. Uh, and then we ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw at Carolina uh, and, and just didn't withstand it very well. And then to be honest with you, it's crazy the Louisville game. I didn't think we played that poorly at times. I mean, our defense needed to be a little bit better at times, but I give them a lot of credit. You go back, they made a lot of shots and, and, uh, you know, we just, we haven't handled some things on the road as well as I would like. Um, and that's, that's the only part that I've been disappointed in us is when it's gotten loud a couple places here during that stretch at Carolina and Louisville was, was definitely a difficult place to play that day. Um, we we just we panicked just a tiny bit on offense and didn't always stick with things and and uh, it ended up costing us. But you know we we righted the ship a little bit. We got back, beat Florida State, beat Syracuse. You know now we got to get on the road. We got we got to win one of these road games here right away. We got to get a road win and kind of settle ourselves back down. And what I you know what I'm asking you about the big three too is I'm thinking about the fact that. You know, for the first half of the season, PJ wasn't PJ. His conditioning, uh, his his playing, yeah. everything, and and so it took a long time to sort of 
reintegrate him and get him uh, back to what he's capable of being. And then, yeah. you know, at some point here, a hunter and, and uh, Tyson and, and uh, Chase Hunter both went into little uh, mini slumps. And now both yep. of those guys seem to have come out of it. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I'm sort of feeling like the big three have it all going together maybe for the first time all year. Yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, there are times they've played well, but I, you're 100% right with P.J. I, I'm really proud of him because it's funny, the first NC State game, you know, right after, uh, right around, what was it, 30th or 31st, whatever yeah. it was in December, I mean, I, I mean, look at the air. I actually have the box. P.J. only played like 22 yeah, didn't minutes. didn't play much, yeah. And, uh, only had five points and, and really was a non-factor. Um, and so, yeah, it's only within the last month, I would say, that P.J. has really – gotten comfortable, I think more comfortable and, and put back to back games together, practicing well. And so that's definitely the case. Obviously Chase had the ankle for a while and been a little bit of a shooting slump, but uh, I think hopefully he's coming out of that. And Hunter's been so good for so long. I mean, he's had a game or two that he has a shot at. Well, obviously Louisville hurt us, but um, man, he's just been a stud all year. And, and I agree with you. I do think that they're, they're all playing pretty well right now. I hope they're all in a good place mentally. Um, and obviously, that's extremely important as you head into the tournament. I think the other big thing is we got to get we got to get our bench playing a little bit yeah. better and playing a little more productive again consistently. They just, you know, when we've had some struggles in this stretch, our bench hasn't quite been able to come through for us. And maybe when a guy's having an off night, one of the guys off the bench comes in and has a big night, and that helps us. And so we get, we're trying really hard to get those freshmen and sophomores, you know. Uh, playing a little bit better, did a lot of extra work with them today, and and we feel like we need those guys down the stretch run if we're going to make a deep run. Do you, do you, just from a a feel standpoint, do you have any feel for the guys that I call the big three in terms of what you need from them on a, a game in game out basis? Like I've been saying on the show that you need you need fifty twenty five and and twelve from those guys. You don't often get that twenty five number, but uh, when those yeah. three guys are going, like the other night. You get 58 points, so you hit the 50. You had uh, 15 assists, so you you beat the 12, and I think they had 18 rebounds. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I any any in that neighborhood is really good and probably probably pretty necessary um, for us to win. Um, we don't have quite as much scoring. Alex Hemingway just he's coming back. He, he's doing a little better. I thought he moved a little better again last yeah. night. It's just it's just hard for him. Um, right now and and uh, so without him we just don't have quite as much obviously Brevin gives us a good punch that's another guy but yeah you, you need three guys playing well consistently to, to win at this level um, it's just it's too hard it's too hard to score uh, you gotta you gotta have guys that can make baskets and I think you know our defense I think overall in the league it's still rated you know second or yeah. whatnot um, and I don't know if we're the second best defense consistently but we're we're a good defensive team and having said that it's still really hard to win if you can't score enough i mean it's just there are just some teams that have guys that are good enough to go make baskets that you've got to counteract that you got to be able to score and uh and so you do it to do that you need most of those big three to to play well to win so and let me go back to something you just mentioned that's alex hemingway i i thought he did move better last night is is that a just a game by game situation because it, I also thought he 
at times, I thought he gave you some pretty good defense against Gerard. Active high hands and, and seemed to bother him a little yep. bit. Yeah, I think uh, it is a little day-to-day. I mean, he's doing better now than he certainly was, you know, the last. I mean, every day gets a little better for the most part. There are a couple days here and there where there's, you know, it just doesn't feel quite as well. It just not can't get loose or it, you know, whatever. It's it just, it's painful, right? And so, and then, you know, we're trying to be a little careful with some of his practice, right? We His reps are limited because you don't want him going full speed all the time in practice. And that, you know, the guy hadn't been going very much. So it's really hard to get back. And how do you get your rhythm and timing and, you know, shoot game speed all the time when you got to be careful? And so, you know, we're just, we're doing the best we can to help manage it, try to get him to be able to play enough to have some confidence where hopefully the longer the season goes and we get to the tournament, um, you know, he at least has some confidence and, and juice back to, you know, maybe you can't give us 20 minutes, but maybe he can give us 12. Um, and so it's just, that part's been a little frustrating, you know, for all of us, I think, because we see a kid who's, who was having such a good year and then just, you know, it's a nagging injury that just is one of those that's going to be that way. It's not going to get a lot better right now. So you just got to hang in there. I mean, yeah, he was a starter who was playing really well. And uh, before he got hurt, I was sad to see it because uh, you can tell he's worked really hard uh, under under you guys uh, since he got there. I mean, when he, when he first got here, he was just a shooter who wasn't ready to step on a college basketball court defensively. Yeah. And you know what's funny? And I, Coach Bender mentioned this to me one time during our struggles uh, when he wasn't playing. He goes, you know, Coach, we, we miss Alex. He's kind of a ball mover. Like, Alex either shoots it. And gets or he rid of it. He doesn't hold yeah, it. That's... He doesn't dribble it. <laughs> and it's a, little th- it's a little thing, but, man, it makes a big difference when sometimes you're playing teams and, like, he catches it and the guy's in his face. He doesn't shoot it. He just quick shot fake and he throws it in the post kind of without thinking. Or he reverses it back to the other yeah, side. Yeah. And so it keeps your flow. And so there's some little things that we've noticed with Alex throughout his career that, like, even when he was a younger player, like as a sophomore, sometimes even when he wasn't scoring as much, our offensive efficiency numbers would be a little higher with him in the game because he's such a good ball mover. He's one of those guys that doesn't he doesn't turn it over a lot. He doesn't try to make do things he can't do. He just he shoots it or he makes a quick pass and keeps it moving. And and so it's funny, but that's been a little thing that yeah. I think was bothering us a little bit earlier uh, while he was out. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it's funny. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, the ball never sticks with him. Even last night, I, I, as you were saying that, I was thinking in my mind because there were there were times last night where they, you know, he gets the ball on the wing and he he, he takes a quick look and, like you said, he'll make a quick uh, fake a pass to make a pass immediately, throw the ball back out or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that sounds like a little thing, but man, you know, some guys just catch it and they want to either. <laughs> Dribble yeah. it a little too much or hold it, and they can't make quick decisions. And Alex, you know, does a nice job. And Ian Shepland's kind of like that. He's one of those guys that yep. keeps the ball moving for the most part. And I, sometimes those, you know, if you've got enough scoring out there, you need a couple guys that are just keep the ball moving and keep your offense going with some pace. And, and there's no question Alex helps. And as you mentioned, he has drastically improved in the last two years. I you know, I think he's been a, a really good defender. He was a guy who we were using to guard some good good players, especially shooters, uh, early in the year. Yeah, no question. I mean, I, you can tell how hard he's he's worked, which is, you know, so you you certainly the kind of kid you want to root for. All right, Coach, uh, 
NC State coming up. Uh, obviously, they present some challenges. Great backcourt. Uh, Burns has become a bigger factor for them. Uh, what are your concerns heading into this one? Uh, you're on point right there. Um, you know, they've got a big three that's playing as well as anybody. anybody. Obviously, Terquavion Smith is, you know, NBA draft board guy, but Jarkel Joyner's averaging like 24 points in the last four games. I mean, he's he's just been electric. Uh, and as you mentioned, Burns is, he's a crowd favorite there, and he's a guy that can really score one-on-one. And so you do a good job on the perimeter guys. And then, you know, with 15 seconds, they throw it to him and, he can go one-on-one and score, draw fouls, or he's a good passer. So they create a lot of problems. Obviously, their pressure D is is can be problematic. You know, we, we did a decent job last night, and we're going to face a bunch of it uh, on Saturday. So handling all that, the crowd, just getting back to trying to be settled, settled down and play with poise like we did it at Pitt and at Virginia Tech, I think that's that's all key uh, for a good a good performance on Saturday. Yeah, uh, congratulations, Coach. Big win. Uh, continued uh, good luck. Uh, I think a lot of people really believe in you and this team. I mean, it's been a fun team to watch. And uh, from my perspective, you're absolutely an NCAA tournament-worthy team. And uh, continued good luck. And uh, I think uh, good results are going to come. Well, thanks. we got a great group of kids. So I'm happy for them. we got to try to finish strong. Yep. Thanks, partner. Thanks, Coach. Uh, yeah, Brad Brownell. You know, uh, Again, I I see a real lot of positives in this basketball team. I, the Hemingway thing is unfortunate because that kid has worked so hard. I mean, from the time he got here, uh, you know, listen, when he got here, you, you could tell the kid could shoot the ball. I mean, instantly you could tell he could shoot the ball. Um, but he he wasn't he wasn't ready to step on a college basketball court and get any significant minutes because he just he wasn't ready defensively. He wasn't ready physically. And, you know, he didn't blossom into some thick, strong kid. He's still, you know, has a slender body type, but he's gotten bigger and stronger and tougher and, and understood what it took to play on this level. And he had become a very good defensive player. And I, even last night, I thought you saw against uh, Gerard. I thought you saw moments of that. I mean, Gerard is, a, is pretty nifty, and he's good at getting guys off balance, and he uses every, you know, inch to his advantage. He had trouble with Hemingway in that regard, and and Hemingway demonstrated you know high active hands against Gerard, which I thought was really uh, was another positive. And and you know and uh, Coach talked about uh, Coach Bender had mentioned that you know the ball doesn't basically the ball doesn't stick with him either. He's and, and that's especially good against his own team, you know, because Alex makes quick decisions. He's either going to take that shot or he's going to get rid of it. It's a little hot potato thing. And and uh, as coach suggested, you know that's look. You can't have the ball stick everywhere. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to move the ball. Um, but look, NC State's going to be a challenge. There's no question about it. But I, I think uh, Clemson's feeling good. I think Clemson's big three matches up with anybody. And you know, and I asked about this the, these numbers I've been throwing out the 50, 25, 12, and he said, yeah, that's about right. It's about what we're going to need. From those guys, if we're if we're going to play, if we're going to do well, and I, I think that's that's obvious. So you know, those are your best players, and if you're going to win, you need especially these kind of games that are coming up. You're going to need those three guys to play well. I think that those three guys are in the best situation to play well that they've been in all year, and my reason for it is, I think it's a timing thing. 
I think both Tyson and uh, Chase went through many slumps and have come out of it. And PJ took about half the year to really get going, and, and now he's playing his best basketball, and he's still the best player on this team. And so I think you have all three of those guys right now feeling confident, and it's the, it's the confluence of things. It's, it's that, you know, P.J. Hall is now playing like you expect P.J. Hall to play. And now your other two stars have come out of their slumps and are sort of ready to join forces. And you saw that last night. I think, I think they're in a perfect position right now, better than they've been all year long in terms of those three stars. Because, it, he, listen, I didn't get a chance to ask, but when, when, PJ, call, when P.J. Hall came back and, and when gradually his role started to change and he started you know, becoming more and more impactful, that in some ways changes the roles of your other star players. And it's finding that, you know, the, that balance. I, I think right now you're in the best position to have that that you've been in all year. Quick break. It's a new year, and I've got one piece of advice for you. If you're still belly aching about being fat, being tired, and not performing when it counts, you need to get up off that couch and book an appointment at Low Country Mail today. TRT plans start at $220 a month and include testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We offer weight loss plans, peptide plans, and IV therapy. Stop making excuses and take action. Lord knows the world doesn't need any more beta males. Make men men again. LowcountryMail.com. Mornings were made for better things than rheumatoid arthritis or RA. Zelgen's tofacitinib is a pill for adults with moderate to severe RA when tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelgen's can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelgen's can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung, blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. Gentlemen, erectile dysfunction or low T got you down? Take action now and turn your life around. Call Greenville Men's Clinic at 301-1111 or GreenvilleMensClinic.com. Make the call today, 301-1111 or GreenvilleMensClinic.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. 
the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Coach Dabo Sweeney here from the Clemson Tigers. Just like high schools across the upstate, Clemson fans love football. But one thing I love more than football is my family. That's why we talk to our three children about alcohol and other drugs. Alcohol is the leading cause of death among youth. But the truth is, most upstate youth aren't drinking or using drugs. Remind your teenagers that most teens choose to be healthy and drug-free. Talk to your teens about drugs and alcohol. They will listen. For more information, go to phoenixcenter.org. Wakefield Automotive has built a reputation of trust with its loyal customers for decades. Their family-owned business loves helping the upstate save. Now they have the Wakefield Family Promise. Even with new vehicle shortages, you will never pay over MSRP for your new Buick or GMC. Get the best price on your new Sierra, Yukon Envision, or Encore GX, and the excellent service you expect from them. So don't pay a big markup. Experience the Wakefield Automotive Family Promise and save. Visit us today at 300 West St. John Street in Spartanburg or at wakefieldauto.com. It's time to lighten up the mood and update your sock collection with Clemson Sock Shop. Our socks are conversation starters, make great gifts, and enhance any outfit. We have exclusive Clemson socks, socks with your favorite sports team, witty puns, and more. Do you love popcorn? How about 80s and 90s nostalgia? SpongeBob? We have a sock for that and so much more. Shop local at Clemson Sock Shop Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays until 4 inside Newtique Boutique on Pendleton Square. Buy five, get one free. Clemson Sock Shop. It's fun fashion for your feet. Could you use some extra help meeting basic needs? Like putting food on the table or paying the rent? Keeping your home warm and the lights on? Buying new shoes for growing feet? Or help with medical needs? Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. It's money you can use to help pay for basic needs like food, clothing, shelter, or medical needs. You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability, or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to learn more about SSI and start the application process today. That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Level up your evening commute with Road Rage. Walt Deptula brings the heat when it comes to talking all things sports. Bring in the heat. It just speaks for itself. You guys are the best, man. And that's real talk. Let's go! Check it out weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m., only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Where it began, I can't begin to know it. But then I know it's growing strong Hand Touching hands Reaching out Touching me
love, sweet Caroline. We are back. Let me tell you about Gary Mahaffey. Hey, uh, look, if, if you need Medicare guidance, you need to call my guy, Gary Mahaffey. 864-307-8484. 864-307-8484. And you know, by the way, if there's any, in the unlikely event that Gary doesn't represent a company or a specific plan you're interested in, he'll still shepherd you through the process. Trust me, you'll thank me later when you call Gary. I, I don't know how many of our listeners have already written me who have used uh, Gary services and have just called to thank me. Uh, and and Because Gary is, uh, look, he's been doing this for over 20 years. He's been on Medicare himself for four years. He's so incredibly accommodating, so incredibly knowledgeable uh, about the issues that you confront. And these are not issues that, uh, that are easy for a layperson to understand. They're just not. You need expert guidance, and that's Gary Mahaffey. Uh, look, Gary's been advertised on the show now for a number of years, and he appreciates the relationship with the station, with you, the listeners. And, and again, he's been in this field for over over 20 years on both sides of it. He's an independent agent, which means he represents all the companies out there. And, 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 and never forget, his services cost you nothing. They're only going to save you money. He's paid by the companies, not you. And so the relationship you have with Gary is also going to be ongoing because he takes care of his customers long after they sign up. And he lives by the motto, if you have a problem, we have a problem, and he meets it. So here's what you do. You call my guy, Gary Mahaffey, Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. I promise he can help you. 864-307-8484. 864-307-8484. Do it. All right. Uh, you know, just a couple things before I get to Rory. You know, I, I think that... Um, I think when you heard Coach talk about, you know, how at times Ian's confidence wanes, well, his confidence should be soaring after that game. Because, again, I have watched Syracuse through all their Big East years. I have watched, I have watched teams attack this zone in a million different ways. I have seldom seen it attacked more efficiently than Clemson attacked it. And, and I realize that this is not the best version of, of this zone. They don't have as much length out top, up top, but they have great length on the back end with Edwards at seven feet tall. But the astonishing thing is, as I said, normally you're talking about a guy in that sweet spot who's six, seven, six, eight athletic can make that shot is a scorer can put it on the ground, can pass the ball you're not normally talking about a guy that looks like like Ian Shefflin, but in in Ian has basketball skills. But again, one of the first elements of that is is looking at the basket and making yourself a threat as a shooter and forcing that Syracuse defense to respect you and to cover you up. But that's not really what happened. You know, at times they weren't even really guarding Ian. They were they were actually almost seemingly want him to shoot, but he was making really quick decisions with the basketball. And, and, and many times it was almost moving the ball blindly from one side of the court to the other with his back to the basket at that spot, which I just, I don't remember seeing a lot of through the years if teams trying to, to work their offense against that zone. So, I mean, again, I thought, I thought Shefflin was utterly remarkable in the middle of that offense, in the middle of that sweet spot, 
uh, basically breaking down Syracuse. You can't, I don't care how well Syracuse works on the zone, how well they run it, you can't move your feet as fast as the basketball. And Ian Shefflin was a big reason the basketball moved too quickly for Syracuse to guard them and a big reason that Clemson got the number of quality shots that they did, including from three. Uh, so uh, enormous, uh, honestly, Hunter Tyson was brilliant. And, and it's great to see Hunter uh, back in, in the swing of things. He was, he was brilliant. But I thought Shefflin set the tone for the whole game, even in the first minute, and I thought it, it ran throughout the game. I thought, I thought his role was, uh, was instrumental. And Clemson was really never threatened. Never threatened. Uh, Rory in Anderson. Rory, how are you? I'm fantastic, Walt. Good, Rory. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for getting in. I love this college basketball talk. Good. Uh, and by, 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 by the way, by the way, we have more college basketball headed your way because in a few minutes we'll send you out to uh, William Quackenbush uh, for the uh, the big Clemson Virginia game here, and you know, and, and uh, the Clemson women have had a a little bit of a rough time recently. Um, but the thing is, obviously they're still playing hard because, you know, they've suffered a string of, of close losses. They had a couple overtime losses in a row. And, uh, and almost every one of these losses they've suffered has, have been games that they've been in contact with, that they've, they've, had, they've had chances. And you think at some point, you know, it's sort of good to turn for them. Maybe, uh, maybe tonight's the night. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. Go Tigers. Uh, well, would you indulge an old man for just a few minutes? Yeah, go ahead. If I... I'm going to say a name. He agreed that he was an old man. No, no. He, uh, he oh, said, yeah, go ahead. I, I wasn't commenting on that. <laughs> and you say what you think about him. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you what, what they all have in common. Okay. Red Van Fleet. Did you say Fred Van Vliet? Yep, Fred Van Vliet, Wichita State guard. I think you that, know who yeah, I mean, I, I, he was um, one of my favorite players in college. Uh, he was the chief reason I thought that uh, Wichita State could actually win the national title. Um, okay. He, uh, Wes Unsel. The greatest... Arguably the greatest outlet passer in the history of the game. Um, you know the um, the size of a building without ever lifting a weight. I mean, a guy who was a guy who who was about six eight, who probably you know looked <clears throat> looked almost round, <clears throat> but uh, he was literally he, he was literally a, a brick building. Maurice Cheeks. I think the most underrated point guard in the history of the NBA. Um, how about that? I, I, think, I think Maurice Cheeks was one of the great point guards the game has ever seen. I don't think he's ever gotten the credit he deserved. He had great speed, quickness, uh, was really the, uh, honestly, in many ways, the on-court leader of those uh, great 76er teams. Well, also those West Texas teams that he played for in college. Yeah. Oscar Robertson. Well, I mean, you can make a case he's the greatest player of all time. I mean, you know, again, a guy who uh, averaged the triple-double in the NBA was uh, at Cincinnati, averaged like 35 points a game. 
and uh, I think 38 is a frost, and, um, you know, just did everything, absolutely everything. I've got two more. Hersey Hawkins. <laughs> Will you just skip your Hersey Hawkins? What's your last one? Quick. Larry Bird. Yeah, I think a guy might have been the greatest player of all time without the back injury. I actually like that. Why can't that. we I, talk about Hershey? I actually like that little session, Rory. We'll do that again. I got to run right now, though. Bye. Okay, thank you. Good job. Oh, let me tell you about Water Furnace. My guy, Eric Rooney. Look, before your home's heating, cooling, and hot water heating system fails, you need to strongly consider geothermal, namely water furnace. Go to ClemsonGeo.com. Learn about the very best economic home comfort system for less than traditional replacement options. Water furnace geothermal is the most popular geothermal system in the upstate. ClemsonGeo.com. Water furnace is the most reliable and smartest heating and cooling system for half the cost. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. A water furnace geothermal system lasts twice as long as average, uh, twice as long on average as ordinary heat pumps do. You get the same tax credits as solar by installing a water furnace system. Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate on a per ton basis and they can finance their water furnace system on their power bill. Water furnace and geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. ClemsonGeo.com. ClemsonGeo.com. Federal and state tax credit incentives provide 55% of your new geothermal system costs. It's ClemsonGeo.com, and you will thank me later. All right, we send it out to William Quackenbush and our fine team for Clemson Women's Basketball. I'll be off tomorrow. I'll see you Monday. Don't miss the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend only at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse over 30 hot tubs from five major brands at up to 50% off. Show admission and parking are free. That's this weekend only at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. Race for the Green Date is getting closer. It's March 11th. If you want to go ahead and sign up, you can do that. Sign up today while we still have some openings that guarantee you a T-shirt and a great swag bag. RunSignUp.com. We've got a fun run for the kids. 12 and under goes start at 8 o'clock. 5K starts right after that. You can walk that. And several people have said they want to walk the 5K. You can do that. Half Marathon starts right after that. And remember, there's a four-hour time limit on that. Party starts at 8 o'clock. Julian Davis is going to roll up and give away a great prize for the best dress St. Patrick's Day theme. Music, live DJ, drawings for a beautiful emerald necklace from Bradley's Jewelers. Great swag every year, trucker's hat, race shirt, sesquicentennial medal just for completing any of the races. Cash prizes, you'll need to check the website for more information on that. Great giveaways for placing in your age division. I'd like to thank some sponsors, Upstate Medical Associates, 313 Cafe, where we do the package pickup, and Santee Cooper. You want to know more? Seneca SC events or the website at www.seneca.com. Rely on the pros in EnviroMulch for all your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, riverstone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and much more. Choose EnviroMulch. Make your yard look amazing during the colder months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers! Upcountry Fiber is here. Whether you're working from home, streaming the big game, online shopping, or gaming, Upcountry Fiber offers high-speed fiber internet to fit all your needs. With more devices connecting to the internet in our homes, a fast and reliable internet package is essential. Visit upcountryfiber.com and click the updates tab for a live coverage map and answers to frequently asked questions. Upcountry Fiber, 